to the Cake Adjacent Podcast, a once-weekly update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever, called Sidecar. If it has to do with rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. I'm recording this on St. Joseph's Day, which is the feast day for, well, St. Joseph. And so we're going to talk about Zeppelas for a bit. And I'll remind you that I'm not a food historian or someone with a PhD in pastry. So while I absolutely want to hear from you on your recollections or memories or your stories around food, you don't need to send me your dissertation on Zeppelas. Well, maybe you can if you want, because I'd probably read it and love it and want to hang out with you. Okay, moving on. So St. Joseph's Day in an Italian neighborhood is like St. Patrick's Day in an Irish neighborhood, except maybe a little less drinking and more pastry and everyone is wearing red. Zeppola de San Giuseppe are different than the kind of zeppolas that you get in an Italian or other European style restaurants, which are kind of little fried dough fritter things that you then dip in chocolate or a fruit sauce and are covered in powdered sugar. Those are good too, but they are absolutely not the same thing. St. Joseph's Day Zeppola are more like open-faced eclairs without the chocolate, but with a little bit of candied fruit, usually a maraschino cherry on top. Sometimes they're made of Italian pastry cream. In fact, they usually are. Um, And sometimes they're sweetened whipped cream. Italian bakeries will often make them in different flavors. My favorite bakery uh, for Zeppola's in Providence, which is LaSalle Bakery, would make them um, with chocolate Italian cream and also um, Bailey's Irish cream because St. Patrick's Day. There are also a lot of stories about what Zeppelas represent on St. Joseph's Feast Day. And my favorite is that because Joseph was a carpenter, a Zeppela is a little pile of sweet sawdust. There are more stories about how in the Middle Ages, uh, the people of Sicily were suffering from a severe drought that would most certainly kill them all. And uh, they made a deal with St. Joseph that if he brought them rain, they would make him a great feast. And so the dude made it rain. But here's why I'm thankful to St. Giuseppe and his Zeppelas in my world. Everywhere I ever worked in Providence, several people would bring in Zeppelas, whether they were Italian or not. Everywhere you would go for that entire week would have Zeppelas. If you were going to someone's house for brunch that weekend, bring Zeppelas. Visiting parents? Zeppelas. Board meeting for your nonprofit? Zeppelas. Cat getting his teeth cleaned? Better bring some Zeppelas for the vet staff. And I do not understand seriously why I can't find any here. They are as easy to make as eclairs. It's just a shoe pastry and a light Italian custard. But as I said last week, making them with no place to take them, it just isn't the same. With all the misery in the world right now, you would think that I would find something else to fixate on. But no, I will always be lamenting the lack of community here in Northern Virginia and the lack of a decent Italian bakery. And while we're on that subject, I'd also love to find a little neighborhood bar where I can watch opening day baseball and eat hot dogs boiled in beer like I did at the Decatur. And someday in this podcast, I will tell you all about the magical place that was the Decatur. Okay, so now on to this week's food holidays. I'm using a second calendar now, so adding in a few other wackadoo days and weeks and months to this here thing we're doing, whatever this is. I mentioned last week that today, Saturday, is both Poultry Day and National Chocolate Caramel Day, 
and that you probably shouldn't mix them together. But you know, I've been thinking about that, and you're a grown-ass adult, and you can do what you want. It's also St. Joseph's Day, as I mentioned, so you might want to wear red and eat zeppelas and fava beans and whatever else goes along with the San Giuseppe feast day. It's also Corn Dog Day. And I am not at all surprised that Corn Dog Day is not on my Dutch food calendar. I do not even know where corn dogs come from besides the freezer section at Walmart. It is Backyard Day, which I can totally get behind. See what I did there? And it was supposed to rain, but by the grace of the universe, it's looking kind of nice outside. So I think I'll get out in the garden and get some fresh air and plant my peas, which should have gone into the ground weeks ago, or at least on St. Patrick's Day. It's also Certified Nurses Day, and I think it goes without saying that certified nurses should get more than one damn day in the middle of March. They should get all the days and all the zeppelas, to be honest. Sunday is Ravioli Day, and I keep saying I'm going to make ravioli. And I never do. But when I do finally make it happen, you will be the first one I tell. And it's also Bach Beer Day, which I am swapping out for ginger beer. It is also World Flower Day, as in the kind of flower that you bake with or make with, not the kind of flowers you grow. But speaking of, tomorrow is also the first day of spring. And while this winter did not nearly have enough snow, I am totally ready for spring. I hope it doesn't get too hot too fast. But it is, in fact, climate change in Virginia, so my pleas will fall on deaf ears. Monday is a big day. It's California Strawberry Day. And I love strawberries so much. I love picking them and eating them still warm from the field, even with dirt still on them. And there's a lot of pick-your-own-places here. But my favorite is a place down where Ben's parents used to live in Edenton, North Carolina. The folks that owned that farm were so nice and always recognized us, probably because they were friends with Ben's parents. And I love being recognized, but in a good way, not in a, that's the one, she's backed into my car kind of way. Anyway, strawberry jam is my favorite jam on toast and English muffins and crumpets and scones with clotted cream, which is really hard to find here in the U.S., but that will be a topic for another day, and in peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But you know what would really be good? Strawberry and mascarpone ravioli. Toasted, maybe. Hmm. To work on that. And on this day in non-food holidays, it is Common Courtesy Day, which frankly sounds bonkers these days. And someone needs to tell me how that is even a thing in this day and age and how it isn't on like leap years. And it is also Single Parent Day. And again, like certified nurses, single parents deserve more recognition than just one day. And on a Monday, come on, that's just mean. Tuesday will find you facing down a plate of Coco Vin, which is French for chicken with wine. Coco Vin was an absolute staple at every fancy restaurant when I was a kid. I feel like I can carbon date someone just by checking to see if they've ever had it before. It's also Bavarian Crepes Day, and the difference between Bavarian crepes and French crepes is in the batter of the crepe. Bavarian crepes use the batter right away, and French crepes let it rest, which allows the gluten to relax. The result is that the relaxed batter makes for a much more tender crepe. And when I have had savory crepes before and even came up with an imaginary chain of crepe restaurants, Crepe Anne in Massachusetts, Crepe May in New Jersey, Crepe Canaveral, Crepe Mendocino, etc. 
I think you know where I'm going with here. Bavarian crepes seem to mostly fall in the dessert category. So I'll remind you that it is also American Diabetes Association Alert Day, and that may factor into your thinking with regards to what kind of crepes you decide to whip up today. Wednesday is Chip and Dip Day, and you can decide what kind of chip, potato, corn, tortilla, as well as what kind of dip. And if anyone was asking me, I would say either corn chips with bacon horseradish dip or potato chips with French onion dip. Chips and dip is definitely one of my comfort food moves. I will always buy some variation before a snowstorm or a hurricane. I don't know why, though, because we never had it at home growing up, but maybe because it reminds me of parties and cookouts and picnics. Where did you first encounter chips and dip? You'll have to think on that. Wednesday is also Melba Toast Day. What is Melba Toast, you ask? I'm so glad you asked. Melba Toast is quite literally white bread with the crust cut off, cut into triangles, and toasted. Yes, that is it. Hard to believe they have a whole day. But I do not make the rules. Big Toast clearly has some deep pockets. Oh, it is also Puppy Day, but I hope I don't need to emphatically remind you that while this is mainly a food discussion podcast, we do not eat puppies on puppy day. My non-food calendar also tells me that it's near miss day. And man, that could be a whole podcast series itself, couldn't it? All the near misses? Sometimes I think I haven't had enough near misses. I've only had direct hits. But yeah, that's a whole different topic. Thursday is chocolate-covered raisins day, and let me tell you, I do not like chocolate chips in my oatmeal cookies. I've now said this twice, so you know I'm serious, but I would absolutely eat chocolate-covered raisins in my oatmeal cookies. I also just like eating chocolate-covered raisins as a snack or in granola. I like those yogurt-covered raisins, too. Now, prepare yourself, friends, because Friday is a very big day. First up, it's pecan day. I love pecans for some things. I use lots of pecans when I make pralines. I like pecans and chocolate chip cookies because they add a different flavor profile than walnuts, which can be a little bitter. And I like them in banana bread too. Pecans are also excellent for roasting with sugar and cinnamon, making a little snack nut. They are best used toasted first. And also do check them before you use them if you've had them for a while, because like any nut that is oily, they can get rancid. It is also waffle day. And I have a confession here. I have four waffle makers. One mini waffle maker that makes, as you can imagine, a mini waffle, a regular waffle maker, and a waffle maker that makes waffles that are shaped like sea creatures. I also have a pasele maker, which is just a super thin Italian waffle. I clearly don't know how to live like normal people. Who needs four waffle makers? No one. That's who. At some point, I'll get into this with a therapist, but clearly not this week. Anyway, it is also Lobster Newberg Day, and I do not care for shellfish or any fish, so you can have all of mine and I will have hot dogs. If you don't know what Lobster Newberg is, it's made a lot of different ways because clearly people have no rules, but I've seen it made with puff pastry, chopped up lobster, and then a sauce that is made with eggs and cream and paprika, curry powder, nutmeg, cayenne, and salt, so like a hollandaise with a little extra zhuzh, and it seems like it would be a good brunch dish if you ate those sorts of things. And finally, next Saturday is spinach day. 
I never liked spinach as a kid, but I definitely like it now. I think it's a great addition to white pizza, tater tot quiche, or as my green vegetable with chicken or turkey. One of the nice things about spinach is that it pretty much tastes the same whether it's fresh or frozen, and it has all those great vitamins and minerals. And it doesn't hurt that I put four tablespoons of butter in my serving. I don't like it in my juice though, so please keep it out of my smoothies. So what are you making this week? I never got around to making banana bread last week, but as luck would have it, my bestie is in town and he loves banana bread. And I use those little mini uh, peanut butter cups for him instead of the chocolate chips. So I'll make that when I know he'll be here this week coming up. We've been eating a lot of things made with roast chicken lately, and I might be a little sick of it. We'll have to see. It's such an easy protein for me to both make and eat, but I'm really not a fan of leftovers. Maybe we'll do a ham or something. I don't know. I'm not feeling terribly inspired. I feel like I'm ready for salad. I'm ready for more fresh produce at the farmer's market. Strawberries are only a little more than a month away, maybe sooner. Salad greens should be right around the corner, although I can grow those myself if I ever get into the backyard. We've been getting those sumo citrus tangerine orange things at Wegmans lately, and I'm going to be so sad when the season for those is over. I've already been thinking about the Easter time frame, making rice pie or ricotta pie with pineapple on top and decorating eggs. Got to find someone's kids to do eggs with. Maybe roll out some sugar cookie dough and break out my Easter cookie cutters. I always say I'm going to do it, but then I remember I don't have 20 households to deliver treats to down here, so then I just don't. This is why I need a bakery or a food truck, so I can make stuff for people who appreciate it. Or who pay for it, either one. I don't even care at this point. Okay, everyone, remember that when you review or share this podcast, it moves up in the food podcast ratings. Have a good week, and I'll see you on Wednesday for Two Chocolate Cakes, and next weekend for Sidecar. In the meantime, remember, you do not have to clean your plate, you can stop eating when you're full, and you absolutely, positively can have dessert for dinner.